What's up, everybody? My name is Isaac Latu, and I've got Kyle Wilkinson with me, What's and up? we are the, the Cryptic, Cryptic Bros. Bros. We are a new podcast. Uh, we're starting up a podcast to talk about paranormal stuff, uh, ghost haunting, demonic stuff, aliens, conspiracy theories, all of it. Whatever it is, we're going to talk about it. And as our new podcast, uh, we're just trying to get it all set up right now. But we do have an email address. So if you have a story that you'd like for us to read over the podcast, please send it to us at crypticbros.podcast at gmail. That is C-R-Y-P-T-I-C-B-R-O-S dot podcast at gmail.com. Send it. Send us an email. We'll try to uh, put out an episode every week or every two weeks. Uh, and wherever it ends up at, we'd like for you to subscribe, like, comment, mm-hmm. tell us what we need to do, what we need to fix. Yeah, and then please share it with your friends, share it with your family so that everybody mm-hmm. is uh, uh, watching or hitting that play button and giving us a good review on yeah. everywhere that we have. Enjoy. Uh, for today's episode, we're just, we just wanted to start out a podcast. We are from Utah. And so our podcast, we wanted to start it out with local stories yeah. from uh, where we are. And uh, to kick it off, we'll have Kyle Wilkinson uh, take over and tell you guys a story. And then I'll give you guys one after him and Kyle. Cuckoo. Hey, what's up, guys? Okay, so <clears throat> I, did some, uh, I did some research. Um, it's really not hard to find stuff in Utah, which is kind of cool. I didn't know that. Um, there was a, a couple of uh, different uh, stories looking to obviously uh, Skinwalker Ranch. That was that's Dude, an obvious one. That's a big one. That's a big one. Um, but I did I didn't go there. I uh, kind of uh, stuck closer to to home. Um, I found this uh, Asylum Forty Nine. Uh, many of you may have already heard of it. Um, this is the first time I heard of it. Um, but it's out in Old Tooele. Little Tooele. Tule? Tule? Tuele? No, it's, it's spelled so weird for yeah, how it's pronounced. Yeah, you know? it's Tooele. Um, yeah, Utah. Um, but it, so Asylum 49 used to be an old hospital. So, well, so it's, it started out as a, uh, like a resident. Um, Samuel F. Lee built this home. Oh, it was like a, like a, yeah, like as for, at, for him and his family. Oh, um, and this was in it. It was uh, eighteen seventy three, I think. And and please fact check us, whatever. We're not the, you know, we're not fact wizards, you know. No, yeah, obviously do your research. <laughs> yeah, do your research, but um, yeah. So eighteen seventy three is what I found. Um, Samuel F. Lee, his family. Um, he built this home, and then in 1913, um, they, or I think, so Samuel ac- actually died in like 19, or excuse me, 1889, something like that. Um, okay. Kind of read about him. It was a little interesting. It wasn't really, from what I found about him, it, there wasn't much on when he built the house or anything like that. Um, but he lived until 1890-something, or 80-something. Um and then his family must have left or, or something. But um, 1913, um, it became the county poorhouse. So it was kind of like an old person home. Oh, okay. So like uh, residents like there and old. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then and then it uh, later on, um, it became a tw- uh, the Tooele Hospital. Okay. And it was like a it was wasn't the greatest hospital. Um, and this this information. I was really hard to find, but I found it in a couple different sources where it didn't have a morgue, so it was a hospital, and they just piled the bodies in a room. So, yeah, and just did like just bagged them up and tossed them in there. Yeah, put them in thing? the room, um, piled them up that way. I mean, it was old town, so they probably didn't have a ton of dead bodies. That's true. All the time, but just that's actually sitting pretty there crazy. In, yeah, sitting there in this room. Yeah, that was the first thing that kind of caught my eye. I was like, yeah. what the heck? Jeez. Yeah, and then, <clears throat> and then there was a new hospital that um, they said was uh, back in the day. It was a um, like a top top notch hospital. They built that, so then it became a poorhouse again. 
um, old person home. Uh, that's what they called it back then. I, I don't know old why. Old person home? Yeah. Well, poor, poor house is what it was called. Poor house. Yeah, which is interesting. Because um, all probably the, the rich white people had. <laughs> Sorry, like I didn't that. mean the rich white people. <laughs> Just the rich people had. Yeah, rich, rich, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had uh, personal care at their own home. Yeah, well, not maybe rich people, but probably like the older people who couldn't take care of themselves. Yeah. And they went to this place, you know, and it probably it could have been volunteer. That's fair. Nursing or something like that. That's probably why it was called Poor House. I don't know. That I'm just thinking of that. Anyways, to get into it though, so in um, 2006, um, this guy named Kim Anderson found it and um, decided to make a haunted attraction out of it. So he wasn't um, aware of any previous hauntings. He just thought, "Oh, hey, this is a cool building, it's a hospital. Let's yeah, turn it into let's something. Turn it into something." He it's himself been open isn't since 2006. Yeah, that's crazy, actually. So he himself wasn't very. Uh, he was kind of a, a, a skeptic. Doesn't, Didn't believe in uh, that. Yeah, stuff. doesn't really believe in that stuff. But he kind of he enjoys entertaining people. Okay. So he set this up right, and then there's. So while he's getting it set up, he come across he comes across some some uh, interactions with some entities. Oh, yeah, yeah. This um, one shit gets real. Yeah. So there's oh, excuse a, my French. <laughs> this uh, so there's um. So from what I've found, this is one of the Utah's like most haunted locations and I say that because and I'm I'm a bit of a skeptic myself right yeah but there's been a, like 10 or so ghost sightings so like different ghosts okay so that's what I mean by most haunted okay. so not just like well, it makes sense because it was an old building with many lives lost in there yeah yeah you know? and uh, yeah um there was like a so Tooele, a little bit of history about Tooele was there. There was like, um, uh, they had issues with the Indians. Okay. The, the Ute tribe. Yep. Um, Goshute. One, one of the many tribes. Um, they, you know, had issues um, and and on, on both sides, right? Like uh, they were fighting each other. A lot of death there. Uh, war there. Um, and then also the Civil War. Um, <clears throat> there was a so the, a lot of dead people, so that was kind of Thanks. a part of it. Um, and then that also old person's home, so it's a place where the you know people went to die after yep. you know old. So there's there's a lot of death there. Um, there's a, a so one of the most famous ones out there. It, his name's Wes, and um, he was a patient there. And he suffered greatly from Alzheimer's. So Alzheimer's is, is a pretty intense disease, disease or affliction. Um, kind of uh, confusing, scared, all that kind of stuff. And apparently his the energy continued on after he died. Okay. Um, and he is, they say that he is stuck in his room. And his room number was number six. Um, this guy specifically, there was a psychic that tried to go and help him cross over to the other side. And they couldn't. Because when he leaves his room, there's a dark entity that's attached to him. Okay. Yeah. And this guy, so you might know this guy from um, Ghost Hunters. I think. Ghost Adventures? Ghost Adventures. There we go. Yes. With Zach. Yes, Zach Bagans. Yeah. I love so that. he, I guess, was in... So I think in an episode from 2011... Yeah. They did an episode. They've done two of them. So yeah, I think in 2011, and there was one in 2017. Yeah. But in 2011, there was an episode, I believe, that he um, got thrown against the wall and held up against the wall, and it was by Wes. So Wes is, like, very... Very active. Very well, but he's also like wishy washy. Okay. Like sometimes he's really nice, and then other times he's like super aggressive. But like, there's no telling like when or why. So kind of goes with, and that, that's probably why they're thinking like Alzheimer's 
maybe yeah, it's playing you, a part in this part of his life or that or maybe uh, time might be uh, very territorial. Yeah, like he does. He sees a new face. That's yeah. not he's not used to people being in there. Yeah, and he gets threatened in a way. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Or are the the entity that is attached to him oh. has some sort of um, yeah something. Or it's just this entity to begin with, yep. and he uses this poor dude's facade, soul, yeah, yep. Wes to lure people in, and then yep. and then uh, you know gets west to play the nice part and then he does the attacking and yeah it gets aggressive and stuff but yeah. yeah there's there's just a whole bunch of different um stories about different uh ghosts um a, a lot of names um that they found some of them are really nice um yeah. there's one guy who they describe as like a shadow i i think the the episode i've seen with zach bagans on ghost adventures uh, I think that's the one I did see. Yeah, is the the shadow man. Yeah, and they see that one quite a bit. Yeah, and was he was he nice? I think yeah, for the most part, because they're like there other might than be two. like other than like uh, I think uh, they they caught an aberration of him or something, and it was like pushing around chairs or furniture yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and he kind of like plays around. And he's, yeah, he's, but he's um, been known to be protective of the uh, in uh, the child spirits. Okay, is what they say, and he's more you know he kind of there to protect them. Um, but then also, uh, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, child spirits there too. That was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a uh, one story that they are so there is a haunted house, right? So there's actors there, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was an instance where, so this guy, Kim, he's the owner of the uh, Asylum 489. And um, he describes an experience where he goes in and he finds all of his actors in one section of the the building huddled in in a conference room. And he's he's wondering, what are you doing? I'm I'm not paying you to do this. Right, they're supposed to be out on the floor. And they were were freaked out because they were like, "Uh, there's this little girl out there. And she's crying, and she's she's scaring us. So he goes and like, okay, whatever. Goes over there, and he sees this little girl, and she's crying, and um, outside a, a door, outside a room, and he goes up to her, and uh, you know, um, father instincts kick in or something. He asks her what's wrong, and she says, "I want to scare too." <laughs> right, and. Um, so then he goes and he tells her, you know, he tries to, to say that like, oh, like, you're scaring my my um, actors, and you know she's a kid, so she's not really reacting to that. So then he tells her, okay, there's a so there's a lot of beds in there, so he says, okay, hide under a bed, and grab at people's feet and scare them that way, and after he says that, she disappears into like this black mist. Oh, and goes just under, like right in front of him. Right in front of him. And goes underneath one of the beds. And so then he's like, okay. And so he goes back to his actors and says, okay, she's gone. And then. So nonchalant. Yeah, nonchalant. <laughs> yeah, just like straight up chill. Like, what the heck? Like, all right, she's which, gone. You guys can go out there now. Which is part of why I'm a little skeptic. Yeah. It's like, okay, are you just making this stuff up? But so then they go back in there and stuff and, and um, some of them get scared again because they see this black mist that's going from bed to bed yeah which is like could be a little freaky a little freaky do you um, think like at the time while he's like talking to this little girl do you think in his head he knows it's not alive or does he not realize it until it disappears in front of him yeah I don't from from what I read it sounds like he's kind of like really not thinking that okay and yeah, then when it disappears in front of him he's, he's like, like oh, oh okay <laughs> yeah but then he just walks off and tells him okay get back to work yeah that's crazy but if we can get more people who kind of just validates what he's saying yeah. happened yeah because if it's a whole group of them that's pretty insane that a yeah. lot of them saw this aberration of a little girl and they all can testify to that oh absolutely that's well and crazy i agree with that too to some point but they can't all be uh, associates with right. Asylum 49. It's got to right. be people who are going there yeah. for the experience, also seeing these yep. apparitions. Which there was actually a couple that had gone to this and experienced this, 
and on their way out there was a child that was crying okay. and um so you know it's older older couple uh, husband and wife and so the the lady grabs the the child's hand and says it's okay well, let's go find your parents and they start walking off and they get down a couple hallways or so and they they realize that the child's disappeared and they're like what the heck so they were they were thinking like okay maybe maybe it was a ghost maybe not maybe it was part of the the, the whole show. act part right. of the show okay so then they come back at a later time and there's like some sort of um uh like a, a I, I can't remember exactly what it said but it was like a like a, a community showing or like some sort of um uh like presentation where they show all of the uh uh, ghosts that have been seen and been captured and and um <clears throat> and they put her up. yeah they put up the the little girl that they had found and they realized like <laughs> oh crap that's actually that was cool. actually the one that we yeah tried that's to find cool. their parents and disappeared so yeah i thought it was, i thought it was pretty pretty interesting i've heard a lot of stories like that too where people are walking out and something's chasing them outside like out yeah. of the of the sh- the scare house yeah and then they get to like complain to the office because that's like they said it, they got way too physical in a way. Yeah. And then they get to it and they report it and people are like, oh, we're not supposed to. We're, we, you know, they apologize for it. But then, like, they tell them what this thing looks like and they like, have no idea yeah. who this could be because they don't have any actors that yeah, dress up like, that way. Ooh, that's freaky. Yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty freaky. freaky. Could that possibly be like just weirdos that are going into? It could be. It which could is be. also still scary. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't know what they're capable of. Yep. But um, there's a there was also an instance that um, so one of the actors kind of kind of portrayed like a, a young child but you know they're um, working age, I right? Guess you're right. Um, <clears throat> they pretended to be crying and like uh, possessed, and saying like, uh, "Daddy, I'm I'm s- sorry" or something like that. And um, over and over, and standing at the the end of a hallway, right, and kind of like all all freaky and stuff. Part of the show, right? So, um, Kim, his wife, was cleaning up for the day. And uh, she's by herself, and she sees this one of the the girl spirits, the little girl spirits, and she starts doing that. But she does that, so she does the same thing that the actors were doing, and she kind of like stands there at the end of the hallway, all freaky, looking like the grudge, saying, "Daddy, I'm sorry," something like that. It's like, yeah, she was terrified. Yeah. And then disappears into black mist. So interesting. It makes me want to go visit this place. It, yeah, yeah. I was and I was just telling uh, Kyle about this earlier too. I think they they let people. They used to. I'm, I'm not sure. We could probably look it up. But uh, they used to let people um, go in there, and you can camp out for the night, and you can bring cameras or audio recorders, or whatever you do, and yeah. they let you keep anything that you catch because they really do believe. It is one of the most haunted uh, spots here in Utah, yeah. which is really cool, actually. And then maybe that's we'll do that one of these times. Yeah, and uh, so a lot of the so they've got um, the so the haunted house is only during like the Halloween season, right? And that was the other thing too is some of the spirits express like sadness yeah. when the season's over because they enjoy being part Getting of visits. the, the yeah. yeah they yeah. they enjoy being part of the the scare stuff. That's actually. Yeah, crazy, cool, and really yeah, scary at the same time. Yeah, just a little bit, but it um, um, I was kind of looking because trying to see like okay, when when are they open and stuff, but they do so from January to about July, like twice a month they have uh like haunting um tours I guess they call them, but they're not like the it's not a haunted house like it's just the a tour. Yeah, all the props and everything are taken out, and okay. it's put back to where it was before. So when he, in 2006, when he came, like, it was fully finished. Like, when the hospital left, they just up and left. Like, yeah. they didn't um, they didn't take anything out. They just left. So there's, like, tubs, there's beds, there's all sorts everything of stuff. Everything, bed, like, all the... Yeah. 
Jeez, all the medical stuff still left out. Yeah, so well, it's like not all the important stuff, I bet. But yeah, it's it's, it's probably like bare bones and stuff. Right. But yeah, it was all just left there. So then they they leave it that way, and do part do of haunted prop. tours. Yeah. But yeah. then they take out all their their extra stuff that they put in during the Halloween season. But yeah, I think it I think it'd be a cool cool spot to go to. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. But yeah, that's that's a uh, that's all I got. So, so. Uh, this would have been two thousand twelve. That Halloween, I think. But uh, me and Jaden went out there. Oh, you know, as uh, with a big group, we went out there with a big group, and we were still in high school. Okay. And we went out to the asylum, and we visited, went through the haunted house, and everything. Oh, nice. But uh, I we, I didn't experience anything weird, but did hear yeah. some stories when we came out, and then we ended up going to visit this little abandoned old cemetery out there by oh, the asylum. Oh yeah, that was the other thing too. Yeah. It's right next door to the the cemetery yeah and yeah. so we went to visit this little old cemetery and it's like overgrown bushes everywhere Whoa. like to like you, you go see some of the the graves are unmarked or some of them were marked yeah. and they're dated back to 1800s uh 1900s Dang. yeah and they're they're old you know but um uh, we decided to before we left to take a picture and uh we took a picture so it, it, we i don't know how we did we had we, we went with a huge group and we had uh, one of our friends' mom, who drove us out there. Yeah, he's she's the one that took the picture, and all of our friends are lined up, right? Okay. And we're all uh, lined up. We're taking this picture, and she takes a picture. She hands us back the phone, and we get back on the big old. I think we we took a bus out there. We got back on the bus, and we're showing each other the picture that we took, and there was a huge tall dark figure what? standing next to us at the very end of us what? uh at the on the picture and it was pretty gnarly and that we were showing freaky. everybody too like everybody on the bus you guys her too Ooh. everybody on the bus saw this figure yeah and we were telling it was like we gotta save this picture we gotta show everybody at school tomorrow yeah, yeah. or the because we went on a saturday we okay. gotta show everybody on monday yeah this picture yeah and by the time we got to school and we tried to show people it was gone why like you couldn't see it on the picture no yeah, but everybody witnessed everybody it. who was on the bus with us witnessed it yeah. we were all pumped that we wanted what? to show people how's that happen yeah it's pretty crazy so wow yeah interesting pretty crazy what do you think causes that not sure but it like it was like a, a tall dark figure it almost almost looked like a like it, cause it had the picture flash, you know, the the camera flash. Yeah. So you could see everybody really well, but then at the very end of us was a huge, very distinguished figure. Wow. Right next to us, yeah, it was pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's freaky. Yeah. That's freaky stuff. Just wanted to share that one. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I guess it's my turn, and uh, my story is takes us all the way to Logan, Utah. It's is a little ways from where we are right now, but uh Logan, Utah at this place called St. Anne's Retreat. Oh, okay. And it kind of sounds creepy. The pictures of it are pretty creepy. Yeah. But uh the story I got for you today kind of involves nuns and babies. Oh. It's kind of creepy. It's a creepy one. Oh no. But uh, uh when you hear nuns and babies, I don't know if but Demons. I, yeah, I think of a lot of That's demonic, thing, yeah. uh, satanic stuff, and then Exorcisms. obviously yeah. uh, nuns. Well, nuns are they're supposed to be like this Spiritual. peaceful, humble, yeah, yeah, yeah they, followers they, of Christ. They believe that they they marry Christ, right? Yeah, and, and that's uh, their, they dedicate their lives to to Jesus Christ, right? And this 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 story specifically is more of a legend than it is an actual story. Yeah, but uh, I found a lot of other stories that can kind of tie in. Uh, to say that this might not be such a legend. Uh, so this, so there's other articles, and I've, I'll post the sources where I found uh, my stories from and articles yeah, yeah. that can testify to what I'm saying right now. But uh, nuns killing babies. Oh, what? What? Yes. And it's insane. Like, even just the thought of it, of nuns killing babies. That's so that's, messed up. That's so bad. Like, it's, Yeah, that's so bad. That's so, like, satanic. Yeah. That's so demonic to me. Yeah. You know? But... That's like... Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's bad to kill babies. Right, but like, obviously. For, but a nun for nuns to kill a baby. Right. Uh, but, what? so, 
the St. Andrew Street, like I said, might be a legend. Okay. But I did find many articles that uh, does testify to what they might be also have done at St. Andrew's Retreat in Logan, Utah. Okay. So uh, one, one specific story I did find an article for that uh, the story came out in 2013. No, 2014 was uh, in Ireland where uh, a couple boys were out fishing uh, out in this river and they came up on this kind of like cement block uh, where they kind of saw like the, it was like a, almost like a, what do you call it, like the lid over the, the sewer lid. Yeah, manhole cover. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah, like a manhole cover. And they kind of saw it, but it was just an old cement block as the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they kind of saw a little bit of it, and they were able to move it to see a hollow ground underneath it. Okay. A hollow hole. Yeah. And what they saw is what freaked them out enough to call the police is because all they saw was tiny little bones. What? And so they call the police, and cop shows up, and they find 800 baby bodies. What? Eight. What? And this is in Ireland? This is in Ireland. What? 800. And this place was the nunnery. What? Yes. It was where they would... It was a place... It was like a... a, What do you call it? Not not a monastery, but a place where all the nuns would go to. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would... Like, they had every nun... Covent yeah. as a head nun, which okay, they yeah. call the abbess or the abbess. I think it's called the abbess. Yeah, because they have the abbot for a male. Yeah, for and the abbess yeah. for women, right? For the nuns, and uh, so they found all these bodies, right? All these tiny little bodies, and they figured out that there were babies, and they found eight hundred of them stuffed in this sewer septic tank, right? And there was also, like, other articles of, like, uh, uh, bodies of babies stuffed up against cement walls and then cemented over it. What? And it was in the tunnels that connected the nunnery to the monastery where all the monks and the priests live. What? Uh, But the specific one in Ireland, they would, it was kind of like a, uh, it was almost advertised as a place where they would send uh, like orphans, they would send all the orphans and yeah, all these, yeah. so, so all these nuns could take care of them. But they found out that it was a place where they would send nuns who sinned to. So, and by sin, I mean they were having sex. Right. So okay, they so would they'd... send them to these places to, as a punishment, uh, but to also what? give birth Penance. without, oh, oh, to kind of cover it up without the public knowing and right. the church knowing. Okay, you so know. that they maintain their, their, yeah, their, their perfect image, Reputation, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's where they, they would send these, uh, and I, I forgot to write down the name of this facility, but it was like mothers and child's home or something like that. What? But it was, uh, yeah, they would send all these nuns there to uh, live out their punishment and also to have their baby. But then they would kill the baby because they considered right, them unholy. Yeah, yeah. Because they were babies Born of sin. out of wedlock. Yep. And yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the crazy part was is these babies were from the priests. What? And the monks oh or whatever, you know? Oh, my gosh. And so, so, oh. so I, I don't know. I never said anything about um, about how they punished the priests. They, they probably but they, didn't. Yeah, they probably didn't. They just hushed it up. Yep. Oh, but they just goodness. they just punished uh, the nuns, and it uh, the story came out, and then a bunch of nuns who left being a nun. Yeah, so came they, out after to tell their stories. Yeah. So they were so a lot of women came out oh, wow. to tell their stories of they were the ones they were ones that did go the, over there and yeah. had their babies and then they were told that their babies got sent out for adoption by some family or something, right? Wow. So they weren't even they so maybe some of them didn't even know. I wonder if some of them oh, knew what was going on. Maybe some of them did, but a lot of these women that did step forward and, and spoke they said they they weren't they weren't even allowed to look at their babies as they were born because what? it was their sin. Oh wow, so they had to completely forsake yep. it. So as soon as they were born, they were taken away from them and never seen them again. Oh, that is awful. Right? 
And it, you know, maybe one of those babies that was in that septic tank was theirs, but they never right. knew. But what uh, the story, how it goes, is is they would send these nuns to these locations, and as they're pregnant and weak, and you know, they were uh, all these nuns who did step forward too say that these this location they would let children die, they would let nuns who have sinned die, out, and they would not invite any doctors to come right. and help them through the birth or whatever and they would send a whole like there was like a whole section of the facility that was uh for children who like if you were struggling as a child they would send you there and just leave you in your crib until you die pretty much yeah and so these nuns would step forward and say these things too you know and they would uh tell stories of how uh they were abused physically and then they were they would allow other priests to come into their facility and rape them again because they've already sinned. Right. So right. they would so either just die or there would no right. use. What? Right. And so, anyways, they found this property in Ireland. Okay. 800 babies found in a septic tank or stuffed somewhere in ungraved marks or unmarked graves. And then uh, it kind of leads us over to St. Anne's Retreat in Logan, Utah. Okay. But okay. before we get into that, I want to kind of give you a little bit of history of St. Anne's oh, wow. Retreat. Okay, okay. Right? So St. Anne's Retreat is in Logan, Utah. It's a privately owned retreat in the Cache National Forest. And over the many years, it's had many changes in ownership and also changes in names. So originally, it was privately owned by this family. It's called the Hatch Family. And... I think I have his name in here somewhere. Ezekiel Hatch uh, first built this Hatch camp, right? And he was he built this Hatch camp as a kind of just like a family home for him and his wife Georgia. Okay. And that was back in 1910. Yeah. And then she passed in 1919, and so he gave the cabin away to his son Lorenzo Hatch. Okay. And then his son Lorenzo Hatch had a brother-in-law and he would ask his brother-in-law they wanted to turn it into like kind of a a summer vacation getaway yeah vacation spot yeah uh and lorenzo and his brother-in-law his name is floyd oidlam that was his last name they both resided in new york and they were both very wealthy okay and so they decided to remodel this place and add more cabins to it to turn it into this summer getaway kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a resort. Yeah, and then they added a pool to it. Ooh. Uh, they, like, it was, like, at, like at the end of their construction, it was two main lodging area, uh, six small cabins. Like, it's a pretty huge land. Yeah. And then they had the pool with a pool house and a playhouse for the children and even a small lodge just for a movie theater. Wow. So, okay. in the 1900s. Wow. So, they, they were wealthy. Yeah. You know, wow. And so, like the uh, early 1900s. Yes. So at the time, this was the only retreat in this area, right? So it was considered to be super fancy because it had a pool up in Logan, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. And the nearest city was Logan, but it was 10 miles away. Oh wow. Okay. So it's a long ways if you were walking to it or walking from it to back to civilization, but, um. It became just this summer vacation place for them because they lived up in New York, yeah. right? Uh, Lorenzo and Floyd. Okay, so it's just a part-time. So they like, they're yeah. living in New York, but then they come out. Yep, and they'd the come out. And, time, and, and then yep. they'd probably rent it out or, or, or yeah, so they, they, they did come in. They rented it out to, uh, obviously, they were, they were rich. Yeah. So they rented it out to some of their colleagues out there from New York. Yeah. And they even said that they... Uh, had some Hollywood people and VIP politicians that stayed over there. Interesting. Uh, so it, it has a lot of people that's come in and out of it, right? Mm. And then later in the 1950s, 1960s, the Hatch family donated it over to the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church then renamed it to St. Anne's Retreat. Okay. 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 Or, they, uh, or the locals referred to it as the nunnery. Or the nunnery, right? Okay. They would. Okay, it was right. a nunnery. So it's like a, it's like a, a, a just a place where a whole, like nuns go to yep. learn and 
or or have penance or that's or exactly what, what it was supposed to be okay. for. It was kind of like a school for the nuns. School right? for the nuns. Okay. And uh, and it was so remote too, and that's why they they were able to to have it as a school for the nuns. It was so away from from the city. You know, they could really do the whole religious thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but to completely like a. Um, cut yourself off from like the the world or right to really focus to really on focus studying on, yeah and school you your, know for the church and and okay right at least that's that's what they'd like us to believe yeah, now okay. here's like kind of where the legend okay begins okay, okay. right okay, apparently okay. when the nuns were sent there to or the apparently the nuns were sent there to uh, repent for their sins. Okay. By sin, I mean the yeah. same thing, you know, sexual intercourse or, right, or right. something that's against their nun oath or whatever it is they did to you, yeah. right? Uh, and if they did sin, that's kind of where they were sent to. Uh, but these nuns were sent. Oh, sorry, let me back up. Uh, and the same story goes for these nuns. They were sent there because they didn't have sexual intercourse with anybody, but the priests oh okay so, that, so it's a part of it's not just keeping the nuns kind of reputation yep it's actually more or less keeping the priest and yep. monk and the church and the reputation reputation yeah and it, it's kind of but then also it's an out too because yeah they're, they're not sending the priests there no that's what I, I, I really wanted to know i couldn't find anything about it but like they don't have any punishment or anything for right. the priests other than relocate them. Yeah. You know? Right. So. Because, yeah, because like a nunnery would be a community for the nuns. Yep. So it's, yeah, interesting. It's really, really interesting. Very interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they did. They sent them away <laughs> over there to hide them and to hide their sin from the public to right. keep their reputation, right? Right. <clears throat> but here's kind of where it takes a turn. The abbess or the head nun would, after the nuns would have their babies in the cabins, the nun would take them, the head nun would take them or command others to do it to the pool and drown the babies. What? Up there in Logan, Utah. What? So they would take the babies and they would drown them. Um, And this is kind of... Right. And I don't know how many of them had gone through this process. Obviously, right. a long time if the Ireland one was found with 800 yeah, bodies, like you if know. This is like a what? Yeah, it's pretty insane. But uh, later on, one of the nuns who did have a baby there, uh, as soon as she had, she knows what happens to the babies. That yeah. I think at this point, so she, um, as soon as she gave birth, she took the baby and she decided to run. Right, right, and so. Mind you, it's 10 miles away. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. a nun who just gave birth or a woman who just gave birth is getting up in bare feet Dude. to, you know, barely any clothes to run out and try to find some help. Yeah. And she's 10 miles in in some remote Holy little crap. forest, right? Yeah. Hopefully it's sometime in the summer. Yeah. Not in the winter. Yeah. And so it, it doesn't say when exactly it was, but yeah. so she runs out and uh, she hears the nun's and the head nun yelling, and they're coming after her, right? Oh, and the head nun, apparently this is what the head nun said, is she was going to find them, and she would kill the baby herself and kill her. What? And so she got scared, so she decided, and she could hear the head nun had gotten some dogs yeah. to come after her. Jeez. And so she could hear the dogs coming after her, so what she decided to do was to go stash the baby in some bushes yeah and she runs as a distraction and she's yelling and stuff and making yeah. noises yeah to kind of divert them the other way right okay last effort to save her baby right okay and she runs and it doesn't say how long it was that she ran for but she ran for a good distance enough to where she felt safe she couldn't hear them anymore and okay. she was like okay okay they you know they've went back to camp or something you know Jeez, yeah so she's like i'm gonna go back for my baby yeah she goes back for her baby, and the baby's not there. Oh no! You know, so she knows that they've Found they've the taken baby. the baby, oh. and uh, so she decides to sneak back onto the campground, right, to find her baby. But when she pulls up, when she gets to the campground, she's walking up on the pool, and she finds her baby face down in the pool by oh, itself. Oh my gosh! Right, and so Dude. out of oh. guilt, 
out of guilt for herself letting her baby die, she decided to slit her throat right Whoa, there, okay. and she fell into the pool and died too. You know what the heck? Okay. Um. So, a lot of people, I guess, over the years, it's kind of the legend has spread up to it's 2023 you know yeah yeah so the legends has obviously stayed alive to the point where people are going up there because there are reports of things happening up there okay and there's a lot of people who's gone up there and uh a lot of people are saying that they're seeing like uh they're calling her they don't know a lot of people don't know the legend too lady in white or something. lady in black lady in black because she's in black and her hood her head cover is white okay but yeah, they're they're like, just they're just saying that they're they're seeing this lady in black yeah that's standing by the pool and she's just crying and saying what has happened to my baby oh my god right that's that's kind of what they're hearing and that's this is what they're seeing is they're walking up and they're seeing uh, a lady in black standing hunched over looking over the pool and just crying and saying what has happened to my baby dude and others have said that they've uh which I don't know how to tie this one into the story, but they've they've seen hellhounds, or they kind of that's what they describe it as is a hellhound. Okay. Uh, did they see this thing run across the property, and as soon as it disappears from their eyesight, it kind of they hear the baby crying, is they hear the baby crying from somewhere around the property. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of people get freaked out and they leave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's this story that made it on the news, and this was back in 97, up there in Logan, Utah. Yeah. They made it on the news. There was a huge trial for it. There was a huge news breakout here in Utah because, you know. And so it was over 50 kids that decided to go up there. Uh, I think a lot of them, too, were broken up, but at the end was 50 total kids who reported this. And two... So you mean, uh, those sorry, kids. you mean broken up as like in different groups? Yeah, in different groups. Okay, okay. Yeah, but two specifically who went up there before, uh, they ran into three security guards who uh, chased them. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they left, but what they said they saw was this lady in black crying, and they heard the baby crying, so they got freaked out and they ran. Right. But it wasn't just because of what they heard, but they saw the security guards chasing them, right? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. But... Um, the last group that decided to go up there, uh, obviously they don't know each other. Yeah. It's kind of getting close to Halloween time. It was like October, and uh, all these kids wanted to go up there because they wanted to see if the legend was true Yeah, back in 97. Anyways, this is uh, – they have the recordings. They have everything of the kids telling their stories. Yeah. Uh, but they get up there, and they're looking over stuff, and they're seeing this lady in black too, but – uh, the security guards are there faster than they did before for the group prior. Okay. And they ca- caught these kids. Okay. And there was enough of them that they were able to make a half circle. Around enough the of the kids. Guard? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so there was only three security guards, and they described two of them were just kind of doing what the main guy was telling them to do. Yeah. And they said uh, they got there, the security guards tied them up, and then threw them in the pool. But there is no water. It's just dried out. It's just an right, old pool, right? Right, Okay, so detaining them in the pool. Uh, a couple of them, or one of them, illegal. was tied, it was hog-tied, so on his stomach and oh, his what? arms and his feet tied. Okay. And uh, And this is at night, right? This is at night. Jeez. And so all they see is flashlights and these guys yelling at them, right? Right, right. And so they uh, put these kids in the pool. And these are teenagers. Yeah. Put these kids in the pool, and apparently they tied uh, ropes around their necks what? and as they're tying these ropes around their necks they're telling them that these are explosive and if they try to escape it will es- explode and it'll kill them what the heck right okay and so it, and it might just be security guards who took their jobs too seriously yeah which happens know, which, which happens, happens. Yeah. but um, to tie I know, up kids I was a security guard. No, yeah <laughs> they had them at gunpoint already and then tied them by their hands and their feet and then to tie their necks and tell them that it's explosive. Dude, yeah, that's not. That's insane. That's, like, way too far. Right. And it's, so um, these kids, they're saying, like, oh, yeah, the two guys just had the, us on gunpoint. And then the one guy who was the leader, it looked like, 
he was just kind of like insane. He was he was yelling. He was walking back and forth. He was kind of like antsy. Yeah. And he they just said that his eyes it just didn't seem like it didn't he was, seem right. Yeah. They just what they described him as is they just it didn't seem like he was human by just the way his eyes was. Yeah. And um, they were they told this story years later, but they were saying like uh, how this guy might have been possessed. Yeah. From whatever was on the ground. Yeah. Like, because the guy, I guess the guy asked the kid who was hogtied, he's like, "What the hell are you guys doing here?" And the kids say, "Oh, we just came up to see if the legend was true." And what the the leader security guard said, he he said, "I let me write, I wrote it down here somewhere." Um. But he said that uh, I can't find it. Anyways, he said that pretty much he's. That everybody who's died on this land, he's killed them by his own hand and buried them. What? So whether whether it's it's he's possessed right. by something or that has killed all these babies all the prior years, all these nuns, yeah. and has buried them in this land, or he is just saying this just to mess with the kids, right? Yeah. But yeah, they there was a huge huge thing because all when the kids they the security guards themselves called the cops after holding and terrorizing these kids for four hours in the cabins because they so after they tied them up in the pool okay they told them they picked them all up and they told them they got to go in the cabins okay had them on their knees in a half circle yeah and they're just yelling at gunpoint like everything yeah. for four hours before they called the cops what the heck yeah and so when they call the cops they have the recording of that and they call the cops, and they're like, tell them, like, yeah, we got them tied up by their necks, and you guys got to get out here. And the, and the dispatcher is like, you guys got them tied up by what? He's like, by their necks. Get out here right now. Like, they're just, like, they think they're doing their job just right. perfectly. Right. You know, and the cops get out there, and then they get arrested. Oh, yeah. End up finding them all guilty for terrorizing these kids, yeah. tying up by their necks and their feet, yeah. by their hands. Yeah, you, know? you can't legally detain somebody, let alone... Right, and so all these Why men the were, heck? they were all held accountable for, and found guilty, and uh, and while this place was known, and the legend was known as a as a retreat for the nuns. I can't help but think it's, it might have been nuns that was there, it might have been like followers of Christ, but yeah. what they were doing wasn't. Yeah wasn't christ-like no in any way at all form, yeah, right at all yeah. so do you think they could have been inviting something totally different from what they believe yeah from what they were doing yeah their actions what the head nun was having them do yeah abusing or letting priests come on ground and rape women yeah you know absolutely uh, inviting all sorts of evil some kind of evil you know and that's yeah. the only way i can kind of tie in the the hellhound yeah is maybe it was some kind of demon that's been over the ground yeah. for years and years, right? Yeah. So, well, maybe, and and I don't mean any disrespect to Catholics or no, individuals, no. right? But like maybe that is kind of part of how it started, right? You know, where it was part of the Catholic whatnot, yeah. Right. So, like it back in Ireland, you know, it's not likely. Well, I mean, it, it very well could be the only instance that's that's happened, right? Maybe that it was the one nunnery and just yeah. all that kind of stuff. But if that's where multiple um, nuns are probably from different areas are getting sent to, then that shows that, like, somebody up has to know about that. Some, yeah, somebody's you know, got to know Somebody's got to know about that, and there's a this, reason for to that. To have this many deaths, yeah. you know, and, and the crazy thing is, is a lot of, like, 800 bodies in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, who knows if any bodies or if there's any investigations up at the Logan area. Yeah. But they can't do, they can't report any deaths of babies if there was never a birth certificate. Oh, you know gosh. what I mean? Right, right. So, so if I mean, they were, that makes sense but legally and, and on paper. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like the 800 bodies in in Ireland, they can't report that anybody was missing if all these babies were not documented. Wait, what? You know? So the the the, the physical proof of human remains 
hasn't there there's no weight to that like there's no way that they can just because the paperwork doesn't exist so you yeah. can't no that that's just what i'm, I'm saying that's like insane. there's that's there's no way for them to find out earlier because or anybody to report oh, because right, there was right, no right. paperwork to lead cops to this right you know yeah so with all like the legend of of the nuns and and the drowning of babies in this pool up in logan there's no way anybody could report anything just based on what one nun could say right because there was never a birth certificate or anything right right? and they could easily justify the one nun committing suicide sliding her throat you know slitting her throat and then falling into the pool right that's one thing that's easy for them to justify but drowning a baby there's no blood trail they could easily hide the baby's body because there's no birth certificate anywhere yeah you know there's no proof well and and they're nuns and they go there and there's no like they go there before they're showing right so who does who's to say nobody they're knows. actually pregnant nobody knows right you know they so keep it so crazy. secret yeah yep. that is so dude that's crazy it's insane holy cow it's insane so uh, and you can't say you can't say all nunneries are this way obviously no. but it but makes you think like are there still some in existence right are they still practicing like, is that this sti- way is that a part of Thought process, because I can see, like, people get pretty extreme yep. with religions, right? They do. Which I totally understand. Like, when you're, when you feel convicted of, you know, of, like, or the conviction, excuse me, of, like, something you truly believe in, right? You're capable of doing certain things. Yeah. You know, if you believe to your core that you're supposed to do something a certain and, way. And you're doing it the right way. Yeah, you know everything is. Some, this is what you've been taught. Absolutely. This is what you know to yeah. to be right. Sometimes, if you don't have the correct thing in view, you could get blinded of what's actually right. Yep. You know, yep. like uh, it happens all the all the time. Yeah. A lot of people use religion for all sorts of, you know, crime, murder, ev- you name it. You yeah, know what I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean religion in a whole is bad, but like it is, it is a, a way to get people convinced. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which is scary. That's freaking messed up. That's pretty crazy, huh? That's messed up. Holy cow! So right now, the land, uh, the church, the Catholic Church, don't own it anymore. Yeah, they sold it off. Uh, it's privately owned back by some dude uh, who's wanting. Because of the legend, he thinks yeah. he could attract people onto the land again. Yeah. But he's wanting to fix it back up and open it, open it back up to public. As like a resort? As or a like, resort. Oh, okay. You know? And so, like, if you look up uh, St. Anne's Retreat yeah. or the Hatches Camp, yeah. you'll find pictures of it. And there's old cabins. I keep burping. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but there's old cabins, and there you can, you'll find pictures of the, the old pool, too that's still there yeah um but uh the the stories of the kids that was hogtied and terrorized for four hours Dude, yeah that's that trippy. That's i saw hard. them on ghost adventures uh when zach bagans was interviewing one of the kids or three of them came out yeah and told their stories yeah and uh, yeah that was pretty insane that they were held for four hours and then called the cops that's after. crazy yeah and just what they're saying like what they saw before uh, these security guards came by right. where they saw the, the lady standing over the pool right. just crying and saying, yeah. what has happened to my baby? Yeah, It's pretty pretty insane. That's crazy. Yeah. So these security guards, yep. what were they? They were there protecting the property yep. because they've had people coming in pregnant yep. because of the legend. But who, So at that point, who owned the property? I think it was still owned by the catholic church okay so they were trying to protect the the property because they don't want damage but that's okay so they i think could have been contracted out by yeah it could have been any any company but yeah interesting yeah i forgot to write down their name but if you do look it up the horror of saint anne's treat retreat you'll find it the story pops up in logan yeah it was like one of the biggest stories here in utah with the three security guards who found who were found guilty 
and all okay, the kids. Okay, yeah. So that's that's no longer that's like public record. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You could find you everything. You find the they were the recording of the call from from them to the cops. Yeah, you could find everything Dude, on it. Interesting. Yeah, and wow. I and I wrote down the the source, the website for you for anybody. I'll post it where yeah. wherever we post our podcasts. So anybody could click on the article yeah. and read it for themselves Add too. To but uh, yeah, so they're trying to open it back up. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, we'd go stay a night or two. Yeah, you know, as long as we don't see no black you dude, know, yeah, lady well, in black walking around or babies crying. So she's in black, but so she's technically. So I guess, so lady in white is like typically dressed in white. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be dressed in white. No. Nope. But it's just a, a from uh, associated with local legends of tragedy, yep. which is what the legend is. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Hmm. It's really, really dark. Yeah, that's freaky. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Pretty insane. Yeah. Well, I right think I think Utah. honestly, in my opinion, anybody willing or or any any thing that is is like killing babies in in such a manner is like it has to be something from demon yeah. devil it's it, yeah it's it, ungodly like absolutely you know? yeah even it, it doesn't matter how high up you are in any sort of religion if you are killing pure souls yeah babies yeah you know innocence you're not doing it on behalf of god no you're not trying no you know you're not doing anything yeah. good with that even even if you don't know what you're thinking you know don't know what you're doing yep. necessarily like there is some sort of demonic influence yep whether you know about it or not like yep. it, yeah that is absolute evil that's it's insane. pretty insane and now it, you know and I, I don't have any negative thoughts of nuns yeah no you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. but it does make you wonder like if if there are like just like you said yeah. if there are more locations that like are still doing this or not secret societies yeah right like there's you know like the 99 percent of nuns mm-hmm. are actual nuns and they like yeah. fully believe you know all their their oaths and all that kind of stuff yep. but then is there a one percent or less than one percent that know about this yeah other you know, especially if from what the stories are saying is that the uh, a lot of the women were thinking that they were going there because they committed sin and they give birth and all that kind of stuff. And then their child goes to an to orphanage. A, a happy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then it's only the, the, the few yep. who are in charge the that circle. know. Yeah. Yep. That's trippy. That's they, they're that's the ones freaky. that runs the whole operation, this and they know everything. Secret combinations, man. They're, yeah, they're, that's some that's freaky some stuff. stuff. Yeah, that's some real stuff right there. Wow. It's insane. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for you today. Wow. You got any questions? Anything? No. Yeah, that was that was some good stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think it's pretty good for our very first episode. Yeah. And uh, like and subscribe. Heck yeah! Make sure you guys do. Just what he said. Like and subscribe yep. wherever we post our our podcast at. Uh, make sure you share it with your friends so it gets out. We just want uh, people to be aware of ev- everything that we're going to be saying, uh, paranormal related, conspiracy theories, yep. uh, even just local things. Just what we, the stories we just told. Yep. I bet a lot of people didn't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah, and I live in you Utah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, it's, it's we emphasize that. When we say paranormal, we're just talking things that are unexplainable by science. So it's yep. not just ghosts. It's not just yep spirits. You know, yep. like it's the full purpose of the word paranormal. Yes. Yeah. Give us give us a, a honest feedback as well. That's yep. how we improve. Make this better for y'all. Heck yeah. And just like we said in the beginning, uh, if you do have a story you'd like for us to share, send us an email right now on crypticbros.podcast at gmail.com c-r-y-p-t-i-c b-r-o-s dot podcast at gmail.com and uh, thanks for listening y'all